in the long run, if you're really moving towards self-management, right, the executive team is bound to disappear, right? I'll, I'll refer you to a previous video called, you know, do you need a team at the top? Um, and, you know, my conclusion was most likely no, right? If you're really doing self-management, you no longer need, you know, a team at the top that coordinates on behalf of the whole organization. But you can't just simply wish that team away, right? This team today has a very important function, right? Um, it has in my mind two really critical functions. One is that the team at the top is really exerting control over the organization, right? It's that team that is in the end responsible for the organization's result, right? And the second one is that it's, it's really providing the big picture view. It's really doing you know, the, the overall coordination, right? And, and a lot of organizations, especially sort of functional organizations, it's only at the top that sort of you get a coherent vision, right? It's only where you have people from, um, you know, operations and finance and marketing and human resources and, you know, that you get all of these perspectives that you can make decisions that are clever that take into account all of these different perspectives. And so when could you be ready to dissolve that team? Well, it's one, when you no longer need this team that exerts control, right? And I've talked in previous videos, what you need is that teams, you know, operate in self-correcting fashions. And, and in that way, you no longer need a team at the top that exerts control. And the second thing um, is, you know, when the system is coordinating at all levels of the organization, right? Um, when it's using something like, like the advice process, then, you know, whatever sort of level of seniority I have, if I want to make an initiative work, I use the advice process and I go talk to all the right people in all the right units, in all the right teams. Um, and that's how the coordination happens. You know, we no longer need to make these decisions go up to the top to be made there. Right? So I would urge you to watch sort of carefully and, you know, when is the control baked into the system and when has the system adopted mechanisms like the advice process that allows it to coordinate without meaning the top team? Now, there's, there's obviously a chicken and egg thing, right? Sometimes it's worthwhile taking out something like the executive committee, even though the organization isn't quite ready yet, because that will sort of force the organization to become ready, right? That's okay. Um, or sometimes you prefer playing it safe and you make sure that all the conditions are in place before you take it away. You know, that's up to you to, to see um, you know, what degree of, of risk you can take and are willing to take. Um, now, I, I think there's something interesting is how do you move in this direction? What, you know, what can you do in the meantime while you still feel that you need to have um, this you know, top team, this executive committee? Um, well, there's a number of, thing, of things that I think you can do to move in the right direction. Um, one is to have profound conversations, most likely in an offsite with a skilled facilitator, to have a conversation about the top team, about what does self-management mean for us? How is that threatening for us? How is that um, challenging some of our deepest assumption, right? And I urge you to go and see another video called Engaging the Executive Committee, where I talk more about that. Um, I think um, it's also important that um, members 
um, engage one another individually. And certainly that, you know, if you are the CEO or the, the most senior person, is that you engage some of these members individually, right? And set some clear boundaries. If there's some people who are working against self-management, against this vision, is stop them and call them out. And say, tell, to tell them that they have a choice to make, right? You know, are they willing to go there? You know, do they understand this? Or otherwise they need to find themselves another place to go that might be outside the organization. Um, or sometimes they can find themselves expert roles or advisory roles in which they can be very happy. I've seen that happen in some organizations. Um, but they get themselves out of sort of this hierarchical line where they might contradict the move towards self-management. Um, another way to move in this right direction is that the executive committee could decide to delegate all sorts of decisions that it used to take to an ad hoc group using the advice process, right? So somebody comes to the executive committee and says, yeah, we should really, um, you know, revise, you know, this part of our HR policies, you know. Well, rather than this being a decision that is made by the executive committee, they could simply say, hey, yeah, you know, go out and do this, use the advice process and make the decision, right? Um, another thing you can do is reduce the frequency or the length of the executive committee decisions. You know, maybe you meet every week for half a day or a day. Well, maybe you can move that to every two weeks or once a month. Well, that will really force you to decide what is still important to do and will force you to find ways to um, have these decisions be made in other ways, you know, for instance, using the advice process. Um, another cool little hack that I've talked about is, you know, while you still have, still have the executive committee, um, you might in, add in two extra chairs and let everybody in your organization know that on a first-come, first-served basis, people can actually sit in and listen to the executive committee, right? If there really happen to be a controversial topic or um, a topic that requires confidentiality, you might ask people to leave for that segment. Um, but it's actually something very powerful when everybody knows that, hey, if I want to go to the executive committee meeting, I can. And what very quickly happens, I hear over and over again, is that, you know, the first few meetings, some people show up and then after a while, nobody shows up because people realize, hey, this is just another boring meeting like all the other meetings in the organization. Right? Um, and then a the final thought is um, to, again, demystify what's happening in these executive committees is to make it a point to immediately as you come out of these meetings to debrief the whole organization about what's just been discussed and decided. Right? And you can do that in very low-tech ways as one of the persons just films themselves with a the phone. Um, and you know, shoots it on the internet. And I think there's something very, very powerful in saying, hey, we just had this executive committee meeting. This was, these were the agenda items. This is what we discussed. Um, and it again demystifies this meeting quite a bit. So here are some thoughts you know, about what happens with the executive committee. It's most likely to disappear at some point, um, but I urge you to think about when would be the right time, right? And that's when the organization is itself in control and finds ways to coordinate without needing that, that top team. And then you, know, you can ponder some of these um, you know, possible steps to get you working in the right direction. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to give back. 
please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.